Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have such a fun discussion today because we're talking to the son of the person who's the guest for my next program. Um, and so this is really fun. Or maybe we're going to rearrange and he'll be before. I don't know. But, you know, we're talking to father and son very close to each other. So that's going to lead to some of the questions that we have. But it, this is so much fun. And so please join me in welcoming Nick Prefontaine to our program today. Welcome, Nick. How are you today? I'm outstanding, Deb. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you for having me. Cool. And I mispronounced your last name a little bit. It's Prefontaine. Um, so uh, you sure got that- it like a 90% success rate. I know. Rate. I just made you a little yeah. more Italian, I think. So. That's, okay. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this because we're going to have a great discussion today. So in 2003, Nick Prefontaine was in a snowboarding accident that left him in a coma for over three weeks. The doctors told his parents that he probably wouldn't walk, talk, or even eat on his own again. Less than three months later, he was running out of the Franciscan Children's Hospital. Nick now speaks to groups that benefit from his message of overcoming adversity. He also specializes in working with lease partners to get them into a home and on the path to home ownership. Regardless of a buyer's credit situation, he looks at their complete financial picture and comes up with a plan to get them into a home. So again, Nick, welcome. Thank you, Deb. And as you're reading that, I'm I'm just thinking so many exciting things that uh, that we can talk about today. I know you are just one of those Renaissance man. Um, so many things that you're doing. So you know, one of the things that I always like asking my guests is tell us how they got to art, how they, how they got to where they are today, um, because it's it's great to to know kind of that backstory and to truly discover what their passion is. So tell us a little bit more about it. Absolutely. So I go back, I go back to that day, February 5th, um, 2003, I was at ski club with my friends Mm -hmm. and my friends and I had all brought our snowboard gear onto Mm -hmm. the bus to get ready. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't miss any time once we got to the mountain Mm -hmm. and the rest, the rest of my classmates went into the lodge to get ready, but we were already prepared and ready. So we had a right for the top. Mm -hmm. On the way to the top, Deb, we noticed that it was it was a little icy because mm-hmm. it had been raining earlier mm-hmm. in the day. Uh, people were wiping out uh, pretty regularly down mm-hmm. the trail. Um, also, going up, we went right over the train park where all the jumps were. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that, that got us all talking to, oh, well, under these conditions, anyone to hit that would be the, the biggest jump mm-hmm. would be crazy. And, of course, I take that. Like ding, ding, ding (laughs) as a challenge. Absolutely. Like I still do to this day. I feel like whenever I'm, whenever I'm slighted is not the right word, but whenever I'm told that, Oh, you probably shouldn't do that. I'm like, Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. Just watch it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That that's the right phrase. Mm -hmm. So I got to the top buckled into my snowboard and charged towards that jump with Mm -hmm. all my speed. And then going up to the jump, I caught the edge of my snowboard on the snow and that was really the last thing that I remember. Um, I was told that I landed on my head. 
I went off that jump, landed on my head, mm-hmm. and I wasn't wearing a helmet. Mm. And after after the initial impact, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't wearing a helmet, but my goggles were uh, very thick, a lot of padding in them. Okay, okay. So after the initial impact, mm-hmm. my goggles mysteriously moved with my head as I continued to roll down the mountain mm-hmm. and continue to um, hit my head. Mm-hmm. So I was told that that's one of the things that uh, contributed to saving my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Secondly, they wanted to, because of the severity of my injury, they wanted to bring a helicopter to the Mm -hmm. mountain to rush me to the hospital. Mm -hmm. They couldn't because it was too windy. So Mm -hmm. they sent in an ambulance. Mm -hmm. Out of all the paramedics in the area, there was only one who could intubate right on the spot. Mm -hmm. And due to the severity of my injury, mm-hmm. I needed to have that to right. be able mm-hmm. to breathe. And luckily for me, he was one of, I don't know wow. if luck is the right word, but mm-hmm. he was, he was one of the guys that mm-hmm. showed up to the mountain that day. Mm-hmm. Um, then once I got to the hospital, the doctors told my parents that, um, well, he's in a coma now, uh, there, look, there's really a good chance that, um, he's brain dead. Mm. that he'll he'll be a vegetable even if he comes out of the coma that he'll be a vegetable uh for the rest of his life and my parents didn't accept that like yeah, your dad uh, is one of the most positive people that I have ever talked to mm-hmm. absolutely they they didn't accept that um they they actually on purpose asked the doctors to step outside the room mm-hmm to give them that update because they didn't want me to hear it, even though mm-hmm. I was in a coma, they right. knew I was still taking information. So, mm-hmm. uh, once out of the room, they told them that unbeknownst to me, Deb, I wasn't aware of that. I just treated it like any other yeah. challenge mm-hmm. that I faced up to that point in my life. Mm-hmm. So a month later, when I, I know, I know you've read the bio a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was really a month. Mm-hmm. after after the initial impact mm-hmm. from my accident that I really understood, like I got my wits about me mm-hmm. and I awareness of the surroundings mm-hmm. and was aware of the work that was left in front of me. Mm-hmm. Once I was aware of that, I just treated it like any other. Hey, any other it situation. was the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just like just like it was to hit that jump mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier. So I got up, uh, did the best that I could, and I kept getting better every day. Mm-hmm. And then I would say if you fast forward another 60 days, mm-hmm. I um less than 60 days later I ran out of ran out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And that was my goal from as early on as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And my parents always had the goal for me, Deb, that I was going to Make a full recovery. Mm-hmm. Right. There was no other option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was their goal for me. However, once mm-hmm. once I was aware of the work in front of me and everything, and I had some awareness of that internal voice, mm-hmm. it was always my goal to run out of the hospital. So that became our common goal mm-hmm. for me to run out of the hospital. Right. So it was long days. I'll I'll pause there for a deep breath mm-hmm. if you have any questions about that. You know, it's it is so interesting. You know, I've I've shared with you a little bit, and and I've shared with listeners through the 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 years that you know I went through breast cancer, and if you know if something could go wrong, it did, and so I spent a lot of time in the hospital. And you know, one of the things that you mentioned is that you know it, the doctor said you know you couldn't hear things, you know, you wouldn't comprehend it. And I believe you do, um, because one of the things when I was taken to the hospital, the the two doctors were fighting over how fast I was going to die, <laughs> as in like two hours or three hours, that type of, of thing. And, and I remember thinking, excuse me, I can hear you. And my husband told me, he said, well, the conversation was a little bit different than that. But he said, yeah, but he told him, he said, out, out, out. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, and so we comprehend things that I think people don't always think we do, but, you know, the, the fact that you took all of it and went, okay, I can do better than this. Um, you know, and, and I think that's, 
that's the biggest challenge, especially for somebody when they are faced with adversity. And, and you know, we're going to talk about a, a company that you founded to, to, to uh, talk to po- people about this. But, you know, there's, there's two ways to go. You can give in or you can get up. And, you know, and, and I think that's really the, the, what, it, what it comes down to. And, and it doesn't matter if it's something physical, you lost your job, you got a divorce. I mean, all of these various things, there's really just two choices. Absolutely. So it's a, it could be a life challenge, mm-hmm. traumas. Trauma is only one of the things, right. but mm-hmm. life challenge, setback, crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, it, really, it really can be a number of things, but unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize that I was utilizing a particular system. Mm. And that's what uh, that's what we've done at Common Goal mm-hmm. is be able to delve into that and kind of deconstruct mm-hmm. my internal process mm-hmm. that I use to overcome that um, because it's it's so important just to continue to take one step at a time. Once you take your first step, the next step will always become available to you. You just have to trust it and you have to trust that voice inside of you. We all have it. Right. So tell us a little bit more about Common Goal. Absolutely. So Common Goal, we uh, relate to and lean motivated people to their Common Goal. There are so many people, as you just uh, so eloquently, eloquently, excuse me, shared, Deb, that are going through a life challenge, crisis, or trauma. Um, so we help them. We help them to see their way through that Mm -hmm. to make it through to the other side, because often, you know, yourself going through adversity and trauma that Mm -hmm. when you're in it, it's very hard to see through it. Right. Never mind achieving goals in the future. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to continue to take one step at a time and see your way through the, the challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're allowing people with our tools and strategies to see their way through that. Mm-hmm. And then also once they get to the other side of it, that's where their infinite possibilities lie. Right. Right. You know, and, and we discover a lot about ourselves when we go through that, um, you know, and, and, and the funny thing is we also discover a lot about other people. You know, you were fairly young when this happened and I was not. <laughs> and one of the things that surprised me was the the people who I thought would be there to support me weren't. And and people who I didn't even know knew I existed have been great support systems. Um, you know, and 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 I discovered the people who you know, who I had thought would help, you know, it wasn't anything negative or anything like that. It was just, you know, they, they just couldn't do it. Um, you know, I had one person who told me, she said, I didn't know what to say. I really, she said, I, and, and my response to her was, you know, Hallmark has cards, <laughs> you know? but, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, oh or God. click the like button on a Facebook post or something just so that you know that, that there's that support. Because for me, that has been one of the biggest things to get me through everything is, you know, this, this big external support system of, you know, it, prayers, support, good thoughts, goodwill, all of those various things. It's, it's that community that has helped me. Oh my gosh, Deb, I, I can't, we didn't even prep each other. on. I this, know I it's like, believe, we've known each other forever, right? <laughs> I can't believe, no, I can't believe, or, or yes. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe the, the, the uh, what's coming out of your mouth because the the support is so important. And remember how I talked about that we created a uh, a system. It's mm-hmm. a step system mm-hmm. to help people who are going through an adversity trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. Step is an acronym. Mm-hmm. So the first letter S is support. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you have your mm-hmm. support of your family and friends right at the start. Mm-hmm. And this will have you really not wasting mm-hmm. your precious energy when you're going mm-hmm. through that to worry about, oh, I wonder if this person's going to help me. I wonder mm-hmm. if that person's going to help me. You're able to focus on accomplishing your objective. Mm-hmm. And then once we have that support lined up, it's mm-hmm. really, it saves us so much time, energy, and effort to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Then the second letter is T, and that's for trust. Mm. 
trust that once you make that first step, that the next step will always become available to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also this also comes back to, and I'm not sure if we've touched on it yet, but this also comes back to trusting ourselves. Right. So the way that the way that I like to illustrate this is during during my recovery, mm-hmm. and I I think I already shared it with you that my parents had that goal to make for me to make a full recovery. Mm-hmm. Right. It was However, just not an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. However, I had I had the the I listened to that inner voice mm-hmm. inside of me, and that was no, you're going to run out of the hospital. So then our common goal became mm-hmm. I'm going to run out of the hospital. Right. So mm-hmm. we got to learn to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then E is energy. Mm. Um, energy, if you don't take care of your energy, mm-hmm. um, how can you affect to take care of and affect others? Right. Um, this, there are a number of things that go along with this, mm-hmm. but um, taking care of your energy, good, having good internal body awareness, mm-hmm. uh, lis- listening to that voice, because if you're not listening to that voice, you're going to be wasting a lot of energy. Um, that's, you're going to be spinning your wheels mm-hmm. for sure. Now P is persistence. So mm-hmm. once you once you get up, mm-hmm. keep going. Keep mm-hmm. taking that next step every day no matter what. And the progress doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big the step is or how mm-hmm. much progress you right. make. It's just it's that you're continuing to move forward and continuing to take that next step every day. Right. You know, and and all of those pieces are are so important, um, you know. And, and again, it doesn't matter if it's you know a physical type of of something that has happened to you or business, um, because you do apply this now to your business um, with the, the the teachings that you do there. And it really is. I mean, it's just it's it's a simple thought, but it's something that so many people don't even stop to think about. Yeah, we find we it really is, Deb, and we find we find that so many people uh, that are going through an adversity or a challenge don't they don't they don't know they don't even right. remember how they dealt with mm-hmm. it, let alone what the strategy was. Mm-hmm. And for for me, it even it even took me a little bit of uh, thinking and energy to deconstruct that process, mm-hmm. but. I'm so happy that I did because now we have a we have a tool and a mm-hmm. system that that we can really help right. and affect the world with. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, For and sure. and then the other people, your support, you know, that the first, they know what they need to be helping you with also. You know, they need to be saying, you know, hey, does this sound right to you? So part of that trust thing. Or knowing, you know, your energy level is really low. What can we do to help? you know, all of those various things. And, and so it, it really is something that is, you know, it's, it's just, like you said, it's, it's simple, but it's really complex too. Yeah. When you're, when you're going through it, it's, it's like you, you don't, you almost, you almost block it out Mm -hmm. and you almost, you almost can't remember what you did. And I, Mm -hmm. with, with, with my, uh, with my mentor going through that Mm -hmm. process of, Okay, how did I do that? How did I do that? How did I do that? It was really eye-opening to me because a lot of things came up that I had I don't want to say pushed out, mm-hmm. but I I just forgot because right. I didn't have to remember, but that's why it's so important, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially when it's something traumatic, I think your brain doesn't remember those things. And it does that on purpose. Um, you know, yeah. because you don't want to be remembering pain and, and things like that. And, and, you know, it's uh, things that people tell me I did during the first three months. Um, and what happened was I had a reaction to chemo and I went into septic shock. Um, and if we hadn't been five minutes from the hospital, you know, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation, you know, and, and there were so many things, you know, I, I do remember pain. I mean, you know, those, those, but, but there's huge chunks of time that I don't remember. And, and I still will say, you know, to people, did you come visit me? I think I remember that you came to visit me, but I, you know, and, and, you know, and there's just so many things, but I think your brain goes into survival mode and it Mm -hmm. really is survival mode, you know, and, and it's okay. What do I need to do to take that next step? You know, and and I'm going to forget all this other stuff, but what do I need to do? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, um, it's just, 
when you're going through it, time mm-hmm. almost is compressed. Mm-hmm. That's why thinking in terms of goals and, and long-term, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what do I want to do in three months or mm-hmm. what do I want to do in six months or right. a year? You can't even mm-hmm. think like that. You're thinking hour by hour. Yeah. Do I have uh, to eat dinner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're thinking hour by hour, uh, half day by half day. You're not, you just, you ha- if you mm-hmm. think beyond that, right. you're, you're going to, really lose your mind. Mm-hmm. I feel right. like because yeah. you gotta, you gotta focus on what's mm-hmm. in front of you and you gotta right. keep taking that next step. Yeah. When, you know, you're, and when it's, you're in the middle of it. Yeah. It's, it's that combination because you knew you were going to run out of that hospital, but you had to focus on what do I have to do next to make sure that that happens? Um, you know, and, and one of the things I found was that people, they, they weren't doing it in a way to hurt me, Maybe they were doing it in a way to maybe try to protect me that, oh, you can't do that. Um, or are you sure? You know, and in, in ways, you know, like I remember one of the times, um, because I had been so sick, I had to go to a rehab uh, facility and learn how to walk again and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And, and I remember one of the times that, that I was having therapy, it was, you know, they would throw the ball, you would catch the ball, throw it back, you know, and so you just did this catch and throw, catch and throw type of thing. Well, Years ago, I played volleyball and, you know, and, and so somewhere in my brain, something clicked in and they, they threw the ball to me and I didn't catch it. I set it back to them like it was a volleyball and he caught it and he said, that's not the way you're supposed to do this. And I looked at him and I said, no, what I did was harder. And he went, okay, fine. (laughs) But, you know, he he had his process. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it was like, no, you know, this is this or things like, you know, one of the things I I really remember them saying was you won't be home for, for Christmas or no, that was other way around. They said, you're not going to be home until January. I said, oh, I'm going to be home for Christmas. And they said, "Uh, probably not. I came home on December 23rd. Um, you know, and, and should I have, maybe, (laughs) but yeah, it was like, no, uh, uh, your goal is not my goal. Yeah. That's, that's important because people set, people set uh, outside, uh, expectations and Mm -hmm. you have to make sure you listen to that voice inside Mm -hmm. of you. I, I couldn't, Deb, I couldn't help but, but, um, but share that but share that just because you started talking about support. I'm like, Oh my God, that's the first letter of oh, the yeah, step system yeah. is support. And, and I actually have it in my notes to talk about steps. So that was good. Yeah. Oh, good. You <laughs> yeah, did yeah. your research. I did. I did. You know, and uh, one of the things that, that you also talk about is being free from failure. So what does that mean? Free from failure. I, I think it it's such an interesting it's such an interesting thing because we all have it. Mm-hmm. Now whether whether we want to acknowledge it or not, and I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Um we all have it. It's all there. It, mm-hmm. I, it's there for everyone. It's a like mm-hmm. um a constant thing. Mm-hmm. So we have and you can probably relate to this, but especially especially when we're going through going through an, an accident or a trauma or anything, we have um, two voices mm-hmm. that are in the back of our head. And if we're not constantly pumping good information and mm-hmm. pause in like positive messages mm-hmm. in, um, it's very easy for that, that negative mm-hmm. voice to like, you can't do it to right. override that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why it's so important to um, constantly surround yourself with positive images and messages. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, when I was in the hospital, my parents put affirmations all over my room. Mm-hmm. Now, this was at the beginning of my accent. They mm-hmm. would put affirmations all over my room. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I could get up and run No, out you of couldn't the room. read them, but yeah. they were there. Yeah, and I, it mm-hmm. wasn't like... E- even if I, once I understood them, it wasn't like I, I could say, no, I disagree with that because it was, it was around me constantly, right. uh, the positivity. So mm-hmm. I don't, interesting thing that, that you brought up, you said you remember the pain. I don't, I don't remember, mm-hmm. um, any pain mm. really. It was just, um, just that I, I got up, they said, mm-hmm. you got to do the X, Y, and Z and I did it. 
I love that. You know, and, and, you know, we talk about this because this is also so important with business, you know, same thing, you know, we, uh, like the, the, the free from failure, you know, we have those little voices or maybe the real voices that are saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. You can't do that. Why do you want to do that? And mm-hmm. we have to just ignore them, um, you know, or, or, you know, now I, I maybe not totally ignore because sometimes there is wisdom in what they're saying. And so you might need to kind of pick through and go, okay, this is why they're saying it but I'm still going to go forward. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's a survival, mm-hmm. really. It's a survival mechanism right. that, that voice, those two opposing voices mm-hmm. in your head, it's the, the old good versus evil mm-hmm. uh, for religion or mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, it's really the negative, the negative voices mm-hmm. to protect you and to keep right. you safe. Uh-huh. And it is, it is trying to protect you from being hurt. Or whatever there is, mm-hmm. but when you're going, when you've already been hurt, mm-hmm. it's not really something that you have to that you have to focus on, right? Uh, because it's not going to serve you, mm-hmm. right? You know, and and we talk about that a lot in in my program. I've had a lot of guests talk about those little voices, you know, and those mm-hmm. little voices frequently started. Well, they they started when we were little kids, little kids. You know, we were first learning to walk. Oh, don't bump into that. Oh, don't go so fast. (laughs) All of those various things. And then, you know, it was teachers saying, you know, you that's not a skill set that's for you. Unfortunately, little girls hear that a lot with math and science and, and things like that. Or the opposite. I mean, I remember now, you know. I'm I'm older even than your dad, so you know I'm I'm up there, and and I remember when the listeners I w- Deb, that you're giving away too many <laughs> secrets. The listeners don't know that. I know, I know. You know, and, and you know, not that many people watch us on video. We do, you know, but um, but you know, so when I was in high school, we had home ec. I don't even know if they offer things like that now, mm-hmm. but the boys figured out free food. <laughs> and so they all wanted to take home ec. And I remember the teacher saying, no, home ec is not for boys. And then we had girls who wanted to take shop classes. And so, you know, and, and we all looked at them and went, <laughs> you know, and the boys took you know, home ec and the girls took shop. I mean, you know, it, we, we really didn't care. And, and but yeah, they were trying to protect us. You know, people mm-hmm. might make fun of you. All of those various things. And, and, and of course, in business, people are saying, well, you know, do you really want to launch that new product? Are, are you ready? Are you sure? Do you want to hire that person? I mean, all of those various things. And, and you know, and, and we have to know that they mean well, but mm-hmm. then still make our own informed decisions. Absolutely. And then um, the going back to the, the uh, becoming free from the fear of failure is... Mm-hmm. Those two voices are in your head. But if you're always focused on, okay, what's my mm-hmm. next step? What's right. my next step? Mm-hmm. What's my next step? Mm-hmm. There's no room. There's no time mm-hmm. for that voice mm-hmm. in your head. Right. Uh, if you're always focusing on mm-hmm. just what's the next step? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing mm-hmm. I have to do? Right. That's all you have to worry about. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, failure is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, we can no. learn from it. In fact, we should be learning from it. Now, maybe it's, oh, don't do that again. But it also could be, okay, that didn't work. What do I need to do to make it work? Yeah, the term, I mean, it's mixed, definitely mixed messages. Mm-hmm. It means something different to everyone, mm-hmm. um, the term failure. But to me, my definition of failure is when you stop at mm-hmm. something Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's non-existent um, in my life, it doesn't exist, mm-hmm. is because I never stop. Right. I continue to take mm-hmm. that next step every day, and I mm-hmm. encourage everyone to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and again, doesn't matter what we're talking about. You know, that's, that's the, just the way that we should be going through life. Absolutely. It, apply, it applies to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and... and I briefly mentioned the fact that you use these principles in in your business life with your dad, um, which is smart real estate coach, and you've got a great program, um, you know. And and but take us back a little bit in time in that too, because you've been involved in real estate since you were just a little squirt. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can let me let me pick up that story right where we were. Okay. Yep. Back to back accident. to tell us about yourself mm-hmm. after my accident. So after after geez, um, only two years mm-hmm. later, after I ran out of the hospital, I started to get a kind of a like in. Uh, urging or, or craving them. And I was like, I want to, I want to do something. Um, I started reading books and the first book I picked up off my dad's shelf was Robert Kawasaki's Cashflow Quadrant. Mm. That really got my wheels turning. And I As was a like, teenager. I, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I went to my dad and I said, all right, well, I want to hit at the time they had a, they had a real estate company an investing mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. And I went to my dad and I said, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I help? I want to, I want to start doing work and everything like this to, to move the company forward. Mm-hmm. And right around that time, Deb, they were starting to play with the idea of having someone mm-hmm. um, go out and door knock on mm. pre-foreclosure doors. So okay. as I'm sure you and all your listeners are aware, all that means is a fancy way of saying that these homeowners have missed several payments mm-hmm. all the way up to 10 or 12 payments. Right. On the Depends loan. on how long the mortgage company wants to let them float. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is amazing to me, which is, that's, a, that's a side note <laughs> that it, there's no system and it's, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, there were some houses that I visited that hadn't paid the mortgage in years, mm-hmm. but that, that, that's another show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would get a list Mm-hmm. Of and I would be going to. No one ever coached me on this or told me, okay, don't go to these areas, go mm-hmm. to these areas. But in my head, I was like, hmm, all right, I want to hit the most amount of doors in a day. How can I do that? Mm-hmm. And the way I could do that was go to the cities and mm-hmm. the neighborhoods that had the highest density of these pre foreclosure doors, these right. notice homeowners that have received notice of default mm-hmm. letters from the bank. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. I would knock uh, 50, 50 doors in a day, somewhere, wow. some days upwards of 70. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still had to go to, I still had to go to school during the right. week. Yeah. You were um, in high school when, when you were doing yeah. this. I want to make sure everybody knows you were in high school. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, I still had to go to school. So I would usually do this on weekends and holidays. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did so many doors in a day because mm-hmm. right. I, I didn't have any other time to do mm-hmm. it. That uh, using that strategy, we, the company, our company ended up Mm -hmm. buying several properties that we held on to for several years after that. Mm -hmm. Then if you fast forward to when I graduated, um, it's not, uh, candidly, it's not even fast forwarding because I was, I was door knocking all throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I graduated a few months later. And then started starting to get my real estate license. And I got my real estate license in March of 2008. Mm-hmm. I know. Settle down, everyone. I know you're probably thinking, yeah, what a great time. 2008, that was not a really good time to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. What a great time. What a great time to get your real estate license. But mm-hmm. that's that's what I did. And um, there was no good market, bad market. It was just the market for me. Right. I didn't understand all these, all the people griping about mm-hmm. the market saying it's so hard right now. I, so I did that all the way through 2014. And mm-hmm. in 2014, my dad said to me that he's like, Hey, I need some help with marketing these properties that I'm getting under contract. Mm-hmm. Um, can you help? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. I got my own thing going right. on. I'm, yeah. I'm doing Sorry, well. Dad. Mm-hmm. I'm selling a few houses a month. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, he asked me Deb more than once. He asked mm-hmm. me a couple times, mm-hmm. and I started, I started helping with the marketing. That turned mm-hmm. into working with the buyers that were inquiring off the marketing, mm-hmm. and then over the course of the next year. I really transitioned from being a realtor to working full-time with him. And I let my real estate license go Mm. um, in January, 2016. And then with him, I really developed a process that you have to bring these buyers through Mm -hmm. in order to have them qualify for a loan at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's like a number of 
steps and qualifications mm-hmm. that we put them through to to go from becoming a renter to becoming a homeowner. So mm-hmm. that's that's really one of the things that I do to this day. Mm-hmm. And um it's a really it's a really exciting time because mm-hmm. we have because of that. So it 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 definitely it works because we have buyers from two, three, four years ago mm-hmm. uh, getting their own loans and cashing out properties that, mm-hmm. that we did deals with them um, years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's really my day-to-day right now is right. a lot a lot of my time is invested in that. Mm-hmm. And right now with the state of the market, we're starting to buy properties again. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to buy a lot of properties, which is exciting as well, because mm-hmm. then we can start people on the, on the process. Right. Right. And it is, you know, we're we're obviously going to talk with your dad about this in more detail, but it is something that is very different because it's not just, hey, I'm going to go to somebody and get a mortgage because, you know, you mentioned the state of things today. It's getting more and more difficult, especially if you're a first time home buyer to even qualify, you know, and and the process that you guys have is a different way to go about it. Um, at, which puts more people in homes and which is, is a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's, it's, uh, really, really the, um, the type of buyers that, that we can help. And it, it's really, it's fulfilling because without, without our program and our mm-hmm. process that we put these buyers through, mm-hmm. um, they, the chances are very little that they would be able to get their loan and mm-hmm. um, move on with their lives and and actually buy the house. The, mm-hmm. the comment, because I follow up with everyone for review mm-hmm. on thoughts on how we can do better mm-hmm. um, and make sure we get their review posted. The thing that keeps coming up over the last two years is, oh my God, you made it so easy for us. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. More mm-hmm. so than when we got them in the home, than when we got them in the home, because mm-hmm. they're thanking me after they closed and they see mm-hmm. what the lender and the attorneys mm-hmm. and everyone involved has to put them through mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, in order to get their own loan. Mm-hmm. That's why they're just, they're very thankful for mm-hmm. us of getting them in the home because mm-hmm. they're like, well, I just, I, I can't believe you mm-hmm. guys exist. And right. I think more people need to know about mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're the, the middle step. I mean, we've been talking about going step by step, you know, yeah. so many times we skip steps or, you mm-hmm. know, or their steps are really big, um, you know, and, and you guys are kind of that middle ground for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's our, that's um our, our business, like mm-hmm. our, our buying and selling business, but then, um, right along with that, in concert with that, we, um, for lack of a better term, partner with associates all over the country mm-hmm. and help right. them do the exact same thing mm-hmm. that we're doing. And mm-hmm. we're experiencing all the experiencing, excuse me, all these cash outs right now, we mm-hmm. call them when buyers get their loan or we have to, for whatever reason, sell the home on the open market. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing all those cash outs mm-hmm. years later from when we first did the deal. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing with um, with Smart Real Estate Coach, with right. our associates across the country mm-hmm. to help them be a freestanding investor and mm-hmm. to be realizing these profits and cash flow coming mm-hmm. in just like we are. Right. You know, and, and one of the things, and, and I've talked with your dad now twice, is the fact that, you know, if you want to be that real estate investor, coach, you know, we're not talking that you have to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. Um, you know, and, and you guys have, you have several books, but I'm going to be Vanna and, and do the one that, because you've contributed in this one. And it's called The New Rules of Real Estate Investing where 24 leading experts reveal their real estate secrets. And you have several other books. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you guys, you give all this information away. That's that's one of the other things that I love is, you know, you're like, the, the, the world is a big enough place for all of us to be able to play in it. Absolutely. And with you being Vanna and being so generous to show, show everyone and uh, just read off that, mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing is giving everyone a free copy of that right. now. Mm-hmm. When I say free, uh, Deb, I'm sure you're aware, but not everyone else is. Um, free, whenever 
nowadays, whenever you hear the term free, it's oh, okay. Once I opt in, I gotta, I gotta pay. Right for now, what? Handling. What's next? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We're we cover everything, mm-hmm. and they can get they can get their free copy by going to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash business power, and we'll get a free copy sent out to them. Perfect. I love it. You know, and, and it really is, you know, it's now the book is about an inch thick. So this is not light reading folks, but that's because it is very detailed, um, you know, and, and, um, but, but it does, you know, kind of lead into the, the classes and the training that you provide. And, you know, the nice thing is you're able to do that again in person. Absolutely. We have our first event coming up that's going to be in person for the first time since uh, the last live event that we had, Mm -hmm. which is the um, 2019 QLS, the Quantum Leap Systems Mm -hmm. um, live Mm -hmm. event that we have. That's our annual event. We hold it every year in Mm -hmm. September. Uh, That's coming up in mid-September. I believe off the top of my head, the dates for that is the uh, 14th and the 15th um, of September. And um, I'm just really excited that we get to have people in person again. Mm -hmm. Because with the state of the world, we talked about the state of the world earlier, but this Mm -hmm. is a different direction with that, Mm -hmm. with COVID and everything like that. Right. You haven't been able to have live events. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be good to Mm -hmm. reach out and reach out and touch people and have them be with us. So right. we're really excited for that. And right. if they're, if uh, any, any of your listeners, I encourage them to go there and check it mm-hmm. out. They can learn about that by, I believe the website is qlslive.com. Mm. So they can go there and they right. can go there and check mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited about that because I'm actually going to be uh, doing the keynote speech. Ah. There for um this time mm-hmm. I've spoke before at events in the past, but mm-hmm. this time uh with common goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be teaching the step system, whereas mm-hmm. in the past, yeah, I've told my story and mm-hmm. it's a good story and everything, mm-hmm. but I never talked about the house. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna be going into detail with everyone. Right. right. You know, and and it's it's what we've been saying all along. You know, what you go through you know, with, with step, with, you know, common ground, all of those, it transitions into the business world also, um, you know, and, and so it's, that's why it's great information. Yeah. It, it's just this nice 360, circle. Mm-hmm. 360. Yeah. yeah. 360, hundred yeah. percent. Now, one of the other things I keep saying, I've talked to your dad, I've talked to your dad, you are in a family owned and run business. And I always like talking to people to say, what the heck is that like? Um, because you've been you've worked with your dad for a, you know quite a long time, and you have other family members that work with you guys also. Absolutely, since uh, I was in diapers. Wow, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember always doing always doing something mm-hmm. uh, with my dad, whether it was when he was a realtor in the ninety mm-hmm. a realtor in the nineties, mm-hmm. doing um, letters for him, sending mm-hmm. out mailers and things like that. Um, also in high school, before I was starting to door knock on pre-foreclosure mm-hmm. doors, I was cleaning out rehabs and mm-hmm. going there on weekends and spending the day. Mm-hmm. So I've always, I've always been involved in um, some fashion, some mm-hmm. way or another. Um, for some people, it doesn't work mm-hmm. um, working in a family business, and I'm not going to be so naive as to as to, um, you know, profess that mm-hmm. it, it's the right thing for everyone, but mm-hmm. it can be very rewarding and fulfilling mm-hmm. for the right fit. Right. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily work. Excuse me. It doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. And really we've been working very closely together mm-hmm. i would say since since i really since i let my license go yeah but this mm-hmm. goes back further than that because mm-hmm. in the whole reason that this buy buy real estate creatively mm-hmm. uh came about like without signing personally for bank loans mm-hmm. and without using your cash or credit mm-hmm. um is back in 2008 when 
the market when the market crashed. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and his company at the time, I think he had something like um, anywhere from 20 to 25 homes and mm-hmm. properties that he signed personally on. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I I actually got to witness him mm-hmm. from 2008 to we shared a, a private office, mm-hmm. um, him and I, just, just a two-room office. So mm-hmm. I got to witness him mm-hmm. um, dig out. And basically yeah. get calls from mm-hmm. all all the investors mm-hmm. and um, all the people saying, "Where's you know, basically, where's my money? Where's mm-hmm. my money? Where's my money?" Yeah. And I got to I got to witness that, and Deb, it was really it was really impressive to me because mm-hmm. the easy way out, and he had a lot of people telling him that, "Oh, just it's not your fault." Yeah, the just market- stop. Give yeah, it. Give it up. Not, mm-hmm. It's not your fault. The market crashed. Mm-hmm. Don't. You know, you didn't cause the meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, just file, just file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Just, just washed right. away and start mm-hmm. new. He worked out a deal with each one of his investors mm-hmm. um, to make them whole. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that has stuck with me. Mm-hmm. That you just have to communicate right. whenever something's going on. Mm-hmm. You just have to communicate. And mm-hmm. I, I witnessed that. We were both doing different things, but I got to witness him. He would come in in the morning and basically from nine to, I would say two, have mm-hmm. to deal with debt collectors, lenders, mm-hmm. investors, everything. Right. Um, I, I witnessed how much he had to go through to mm-hmm. get to the other side mm-hmm. of that. And that's the whole reason that we re-engineered uh, the way that we buy and sell property, real mm-hmm. estate is because of that. Right. So you know, I think full circle, talking about full circle, right. it, it does, it does work, come it full does. circle. And, and it, you know, it, as part of that, it is that you take it one step at a time, you know, because he could have just said, nope, I'm done. Um, you know, and, and instead he said, nope, what, what do we need to do next? What do we need to do next? And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the really big thing that, that you mentioned was that communication to say to people, okay, here's the situation. Here's, here's what we want to do. Um, you know, because that's what a lot of people want. They just want to know, how are you going to deal with this? You know, and, and say you tell them, you know, I'm, I'm going to make half payments or whatever, you know, they, they just want to know something. It's communication. A hundred percent communication, right? Because when you shut down and you say nothing and, mm-hmm. and this, this can kind of go back to go back to like, even when you're going through a trauma or a crisis, mm-hmm. the, and the support mm-hmm. is that there are a number of people who you said it yourself can mm-hmm. be even your close friends. Mm-hmm. They shut down right. whatever mm-hmm. you're going through that because they, they don't, they don't know what you're going mm-hmm. through and they feel like mm-hmm. they don't know what to say to you because they institute their own beliefs and mm-hmm. their own thoughts right. on your situation mm-hmm. and they freeze. They don't mm-hmm. know what to say. Right. You know, and, and it was funny. I was having this conversation with a doctor and, you know, it, the fact that if you don't have the information, we make it up. Um, you know, and, and we make it up based on, as you said, what's going on in our own life. And, and so, you know, especially, you know, when, when the doctor says, how are you feeling? Fine. (laughs) Right. You know, and that the doctor should never, ever accept fine. Fine is the worst possible answer, but it's the one we all give. You know, first of all, we might, we probably wouldn't be there if we were fine. Um, you know, and, and, but fine is we don't know what to say. We think you don't care, you know, all of these other, because we've got those stories going on in in our heads too. And so it's really is just showing that we absolutely have to be communicating. So it's, you know, how are you feeling today? Well, I got this going on, Um, you know, and, and, and then you go from there, but you shouldn't just accept, how are you doing? I'm fine as, as the right answer. Yeah, Absolutely. Couldn't have said it. There's nothing that I can add to that. That was that was very well said. Hundred percent. You know, and, and it's it really is funny because we give that answer, right? You know, especially when you're yeah. at the door. How are you doing? Fine. <laughs> you know? um, but I, I tell mine hunky dory, and I tell them if I ever don't say hunky dory, you know, there's a problem. Um, you know, and and but but yeah, it's you know, in a business setting too. How are things today? 
You know, so, you know, somebody will say, you know, hey, Nick, how are things are going? Just fine. I never, I never respond like that. Yeah. You, you know me too well already. You're going to get either never... well, you know, hmm, or fantastic. Let me tell you about it. Outstanding. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. I, yeah, mm-hmm. over the top. Right. Yeah. 100%. You know, and, and, and people are asking because they do care. Um, yeah. you know, now granted there are a lot of the, you know, how you doing today? That's not who we're talking about. You know, yeah. we're talking about the people who are saying, you know, Nick, tell me how you're doing today. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and they want to hear fantastic or, you know, it's, it's okay to also say, I've got this little problem and maybe you can help me with it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because that's a good thing too, because that comes back to building those teams and those, those coalitions around you. Absolutely. And um I'm just laughing because someone shared someone shared something with me. Um, I think it was a week or two or maybe a little mm-hmm. longer than that, but it was fairly recently. Mm-hmm. I said, um, how how are you today? How you mm-hmm. doing? She goes, mm, I don't know. Oh. I'm not sure. I just like it. I got up, I got up too early this morning and I got going and uh, I don't know. Just not feeling it. I said, I'm, I've never, I started cracking up Mm -hmm. and she started laughing as a result. I I said, I've never heard anyone answer that question that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. reflected. I don't know. know. (laughs) Yeah. Cause normally we know good or bad, you know, I'm I'm still really tired. I'm cranky. I'm, you know, or absolutely fantastic, but I don't know. Um, Yeah. You know, and, and, but yeah, it's, you know, for, for all of this, it really is, you know, as, as you said, communication is the absolute key. Um, You know, as you're going through the step process, you have to be communicating to people and communicating with yourself. I mean, I think that really is, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, the trust part, what are you feeling? What are you going through? Um, You know, and, and internal communication is just as important, if not more important than anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, I think if it's, if it's okay with you, uh, Deb, one of, one of the things that, that I haven't, that I haven't got to yet, mm-hmm. uh, during, during our chat today is a way for your listeners. I know we talked about a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. but if they're at all, if their interest is peaked at all mm-hmm. from what it what we mentioned and what we talked about about real estate, they can head on over to our website, um, smartrealestatecoach.com um, forward slash master's class. And that's going to give them a free master's class. I believe it's uh, 20 or 30 minutes and it's going to really lay out how we mm-hmm. buy and sell property on terms mm-hmm. um, without using any of our own money or right. credit or anything mm-hmm. like that. And they'll also learn about our trademark three payday system. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best place for mm-hmm. them to start if I at all pique their interest mm-hmm. on um, on the real estate end of things. Mm-hmm. Right. Over here. Yeah. And, and, and it is, I, you know, as you said it, I typed it in and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's there. It's 30 minutes, great information. And to me, that's a, as you said, it's a, it's a good start, you know, because then they know, yes, I want more information and eh, maybe not for me, but I'll, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, that's a great place for people to go in and go, oh, okay, this does sound very interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be able to learn. Um, we're not so naive to think that we're we're a good we're a good niche or mm-hmm. uh, a good fit for everyone. But they'll be able to determine mm-hmm. in those thirty minutes if it mm-hmm. is if it is a good fit for them, mm-hmm. and they'll know what to do at the end of it, right? To take their next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, let's be honest. This is work. This is not you know, hey, you know, you're you're going to become a millionaire overnight type of thing. You know, this yeah. this is a process that takes work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh, Nick, we've only got about five minutes left. And and I know you have lots of links and, and places that you want to share with us. So let's start with smartrealestatecoach.com. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about what can be found there, but what are some of the services that, that you provide? 
Uh, well, they'll be able to find out if if you're an investor out there mm-hmm. or you're you're looking to become an investor. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to learn all about our QLS course that we have mm-hmm. on there. Um, you'll be able to learn all about the event that we have coming up in mm-hmm. September. And all and you do that annually, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. We we do. We actually hold a few events every year, mm-hmm. but this is going to be the first big event okay. where we're we're going to okay. have people back. So uh, that's that's the next one on the docket, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. And um, yeah, they'll really be able to get a feel for. Mm-hmm. We talked about the family team. They'll mm-hmm. really be able to get a feel for the family team and mm-hmm. see how it all works together and. So our community of um, associates and investors that we work with, we we almost coined the term, or I don't know if that's the right phrase, but we we coined it that they're a um, they're a part of the family. Mm-hmm. There we're all we're all a very close knit group of um, group of people. Right. Working. Yeah, I them. noticed on the website it's not meet our staff, meet our it's meet our yeah. family. Yeah. There you go. I love that. That's what that's what they'll that's what they'll learn about there. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, now tell us how they can get more information about Common Goal because you do presentations, right? And and so how can they find out more about that? For sure. So I have a I actually have a free gift for your listeners, Mm -hmm. which is a free PDF. Okay. Um, and it's it's step. Mm. It's. 100% what we've been talking about. And I think what we've been talking about, Deb, is almost a 10,000 foot view, Mm -hmm. like a high level of of the process, the step step system, the step process. Mm -hmm. Um, But they'll be able to, by going to Mm nickprefontaine.com forward slash step, they'll be able to get access to the full PDF Mm-hmm. Uh, the full ebook, if you will, mm-hmm. and learn oh, all there it about- is. I just typed it in. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they'll be able to learn all about the step program um, and really take their first step today by by getting signed up for that. And we'll get that out to them. Perfect. I love it. And again, it's nickprefontaine.com and then for the PDF slash step. Yep. Nickprefontaine.com forward slash step. Perfect. Well, now, how is the best way for someone to connect with you? Ah, gosh, I would say. I know you're everywhere. They, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's a loaded question. I think, Dev. Right? Um, all all over the place. They they can, uh, like I said, I think we I think we gave it out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the smartrealestatecoach.com mm-hmm. forward slash masters class, and they can. Mm-hmm learn more about that, mm-hmm. um, get signed up for the master's class and also on nickprefontaine.com forward slash step to get the ebook. And mm-hmm. then while they're there at nickprefontaine.com, they mm-hmm. can do a little more probing around mm-hmm. and um, they can definitely reach out to us on there. There's, okay. there's a contact form. There's a the contact the tab. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love it. Well, Nick, this has been absolutely delightful. And, you know, it's it's been great getting to know you because your father does speak highly of you. Um, you know, and, and so this is is fun to be able to get know get to know more about you. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Um, my final thought is this, Jeb. I would say, and it's always in my mind, we were talking a little bit before you and I, um, before this, before this chat that this great chat that we've had, um, that whatever, whatever you're going through, um, whether it's a life challenge, crisis, or trauma, um, all you have to worry about is taking the first step. And that's zero to one or taking that first step because we freeze up is often the hardest. So I think if the listeners can just take their first step and then trust that the next step will always be available to them as long as they're they're believing it and they're looking for that next step because it's always available to them. I think that can help. That can apply for anything in your life. 
I love it. Well, I can't wait to chat again because this has been such a great conversation. But I'm Deb Creer. I've been speaking with Nick Prefontaine. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.